my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about smart questions to ask before you commit time or other resources to a networking group. This tip, like several others this week, comes from writer and investor J. Kelly Hoey's new book, Build Your Dream Network. Most of us know we should put time and effort into building our networks. But when life gets busy, this is easy to shove to the important but not urgent pile that doesn't get done. Consequently, people are always looking for quick ways to build a network. Professional groups seem to offer a convenient option. Rather than building connections one-on-one, you can plug into a whole group of people. You can access a group's expertise and connections whenever you need them. All you have to do is introduce yourself on a chat board and voila, job offers and new clients come streaming in. Or at least that's the idea. Because anyone who lives in the real world will quickly realize that some groups are far more functional and helpful than others. Sometimes this is objectively true. And other times you just realize that your life and career have moved to different places. As I spend more time speaking, podcasting, and writing books, I'm naturally spending less time pitching magazine articles. So groups devoted to that will be less useful to me, even if they're massively useful to someone whose career is more focused on that activity. And with anything, you have to put effort in in order to get results out. Or as Hoey writes, as you've likely realized at this point, there is no magic time-saving bullet for building strong connections other than being smarter by taking control of the networking process and your intended outcomes. So if you find yourself naturally joining stuff or always saying yes when people ask, you might try asking a few questions before you commit time, money, or energy to a particular networking group. Here's what Hoey suggests. First, ask yourself why. What is it you are trying to achieve? That is, your goal. And why is this the group or community to help you achieve it? Second, what's the focus for the group? Social or business? Long-term business growth or short-term projects? And how does that align with your goal? Third, check the rules of engagement. Can you reach your goal within their system or structure? Fourth, what's the group's track record? Does it align with the current promise of membership and lay a strong foundation for ongoing delivery of its commitments to members? 
Fifth, do the individual members of the group share the networking culture of the group? Sixth, do you have the slightest interest in or passion for the group beyond seeing it as a vehicle to achieve your goal? And finally, is there a platform, online or off, where the group can convene and share ideas? These are all smart questions to ask. If multiple people independently sing the praises of the networking group and what it's helped them achieve, that's a good sign. If your initial research has you finding that, yes, the professional stuff is great, and you also love that there are meaningful volunteer opportunities organized every month, ones you'd be excited to participate in, well, that's a good sign too. A robust email discussion group or Facebook group indicates that people put energy into this enterprise. But if there is one lone post every week or so, and it's always a request, well, maybe best to move on and put your energy elsewhere. Because time is limited. And that's true for networking groups like anything else. So ask the right questions before you just wind up disappointed. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.